Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gunshots, bitch. A little late. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite. For the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. The funny shit is like, everybody in podcasting been saying not to fuck with the topic because everybody in podcasting is touching the same fucking topic. But it's like, how could you not talk about this shit? My nigga, like, literally, like, there's, there's no fucking way. This shit is like... The elephant in the room of the content game, my nigga, like, you have to discuss this shit. You know, like, we all know what the fuck a motherfucker gonna talk about, but unlike a lot of motherfuckers, that's not finna be my whole episode. If y'all niggas wanna hear me talk at length about what the fuck Will Smith did to Chris Rock, y'all niggas gonna have to, like, tune in to my IG Live on the Uncle Dolomite Instagram page. I... I did like two lives about that shit, nigga. I did fucking um the Monday Night Raw with that shit. I did um Off Top Media. I did they uh Instagram live about that shit. Like nigga, a few motherfuckers went live talking about this same exact shit. And I'ma give my two cents, right? But I'm not finna do my whole motherfucking hour long show about this shit. Y'all niggas know how I get down. I take a fucking topic and then I turn that shit into a fucking teachable moment. What's going on, friends with Benefits motherfucking podcast? My nigga Billy G. Williams in this bitch. What's going on to the super producer? Ty Naps. Uncomfortable convo. I see y'all up in here. But yeah, nigga, like, you know what happened, happened. There's different sides to the motherfucking, there's different sides of the spectrum. There's some people who are team Will. There's some people who team Chris Rock. Me personally, nigga, I got to be team Chris Rock on this one. Number one, Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians. I've said this shit on multiple occasions. To me personally, Chris Rock is one of the top five comedians in history. A lot of niggas don't give that nigga his props, but that nigga's a fucking genius. But um, just the way that this shit got handled, my nigga, this nigga fucking Will Smith pussy whooped to the highest motherfucking degree, dog. And not in no good way. You know, because I've been married before, nigga. There's a difference between in love and pussy whoop. There's a difference between defending your woman and being pussy whoop. There's a, a big ass difference between doing the right thing and acting out of being pussy whoop. That was some pussy whoop behavior, my nigga. You know, like one of the things as far as like a lot of the fake ass alpha males and shit, because, you know, one thing that I got to I got to say, and y'all know I'm a big supporter of women, you know, like most of my motherfucking guests on here have been women and all that shit. You know, I I, got to have this conversation with a woman. A lot of women have, you know, talked about this shit. 
But we got to stop allowing women to tell niggas what an alpha male is. You know, like we got to stop letting women tell niggas what alpha male behavior is. And this ain't no misogynistic shit. Don't get it. Don't get it fucked up. But as a man, when you defending your woman, you defend your woman to the best of your capabilities. You defend your woman by doing what you think is right. You don't defend your woman by doing what your woman tell you to do, my nigga. Because it's a lot of motherfucking situations where niggas is underground. It's niggas locked up behind doing what that woman said. It's a lot of women that like to stir the pot because they know that the nigga that they fucking with, they consider to be like a tough nigga. You know, sometimes women will do little shit or say little shit just to see how far they nigga will go for them. What's going on, Rosie, from the Rosie Perspective Podcast? One of my podcast besties up in this motherfucker. The greatest of all time. Y'all niggas shout out Rosie Perspective. Y'all go follow her. Go listen to her shit, nigga. She a beast. But yeah, like a lot of times, nigga, a woman to put a nigga in a situation to do something that's completely out of his fucking character and you can't allow a motherfucker to do that shit. You as an alpha male, sometimes you got to stand up and say, look, I'm going to handle it this way. Will he succumb to the pressure of number one, social media tearing his motherfucking ass up? You know, being pussy whooped and all types of other shit, nigga. This nigga been the the the, the laughing stock of the world for like the last two years, and it's fucked up. And uh, shout out to my nigga uh, Ryan from Adventures with Pictures, Taylor Photos, DMV and shit. Shout out, my nigga. My bad. I ain't I ain't acknowledging shit. But yeah, like nigga, that shit is not fucking cool. Letting somebody get you so far out of your character that you do some shit that literally. Made the whole motherfucking community look stupid, my nigga. That shit is that shit is not cool, nigga. Especially because he laughed at the joke first. It, it it just wasn't a good look because it was like he was in his mode, and then he looked and seen that she was pissed. And I understand that that shit had changed your fucking your demeanor when you see your woman is not happy with some shit. Like I completely get that, you know, when your woman ain't happy. Number one, you not happy when your woman ain't happy, and number two. Nigga, it's up to you to react in some way because, like I've been telling women, I understand where y'all coming from. Well, he got to do something. I completely agree, my nigga. If I'm somewhere, we, me and my wife at a motherfucking comedy club and a motherfucker crack a joke about my wife, of course, nigga, there's going to be something. But at the end of the day, my nigga, the stage is fucking sacred, my nigga. You can't be jumping on stage every time a motherfucker say some shit about a motherfucker. That's literally that nigga job is to to make jokes, my nigga. Whether or not that shit disrespectful or respectful, nigga, you could have handled that shit in a thousand different ways, my nigga. And he fucked that up. He fucked that up to the highest. He literally did the worst thing he could have possibly did, my nigga. And a lot of that shit is because that nigga's, besides being pussy whooped, he's just emotionally whooped, my nigga. That nigga's going through a lot of stress. Like on some real shit, as much as I'm calling that nigga suckers and all of this shit, pray for Will, my nigga. You know, like, I'm going to end this whole little rant about what happened because everything that had to be said been said. I'm only fulfilling my obligation as a content creator to talk about this shit for this little bit of time that I'm talking about this shit, but I'm finna close this shit with pray for motherfucking Will Smith, dog. You know, like, this, this be the shit that be happening, like, we sit there and laugh at a motherfucking laugh at a motherfucking laugh at a motherfucker until that shit get too much for their ass, my nigga. We all know Will Smith is a strong motherfucker. 
Nigga, me personally, I consider Will Smith to be a fucking genius, my nigga. A absolute genius. Not just a genius in the the realm of acting or, you know, comedy or any nigga. He's a, a real life brilliant fucking man. But it's only so much a motherfucker could take emotionally. And I don't want to see nothing happen to this motherfucker. Like shit like this, nigga, that's a that's a cry for help, my nigga. That wasn't no gangster shit, nigga. That wasn't no player shit. That wasn't no, oh, nigga, I did the same thing to defend my motherfucking woman. Nigga, you gonna put hundreds of millions of dollars on the line for a motherfucking joke, nigga? That shit was a goddamn, that shit was lightweight, my nigga. Will Smith done made off-color jokes about motherfuckers, nigga. That shit is not cool, dog. You know, but I'm putting that shit to rest, my nigga. What I wanted to talk about tonight, which is what I use that little tidbit for was to open up a conversation of setting your motherfucking boundaries and enforcing your fucking boundaries my nigga you know because the thing was what will smith was trying to do was enforce a boundary the boundary was keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth my nigga don't talk shit about my motherfucking wife because this is a thing Chris Rock made this joke like six years ago at the motherfucking Oscars last time he hosted it when they boycotted it. And he made a joke about um, Jada basically like hating on the Oscars and she wasn't even invited to the motherfucker. Like, how you going to boycott some shit you're not invited to? So he done already cracked a joke about her. And we don't know what the fuck happened behind the scenes because I done seen people say, oh, they done already talked about it. We don't know what the fuck went on, my nigga. I ain't seen there. Nigga showed me no motherfucking evidence of that conversation being had. But at the same time, it is well understood that that nigga has made jokes about Jada already. So we can get that shit off the motherfucking table. So what I'm saying is there was a motherfucking boundary that Will set. It's a line that you draw in the sand. And this goes beyond what the fuck happened between them two niggas. This is me talking to the motherfucker that's listening. The motherfucker that's on YouTube watching this shit. When you set boundaries, you don't allow no motherfucker to cross their motherfucking boundaries, my nigga. Once you draw your line in the sand, nobody crosses that motherfucker. Nobody, period. And I'm not saying this shit as like a, you got to start slapping motherfuckers. Because like I was saying in all of these motherfucking situations, dog. Everybody who I talk to, all the lives I did, all the group chats that I've been in, all the conversations and shit that I've done, I done said the same shit. This shit sets a bad fucking precedent for setting your motherfucking boundaries and enforcing them, my nigga. Because the thing is, y'all saying that it's cool to jump on stage and slap Chris Rock for a joke. So are we now saying that when we go to the improv and the motherfucker sitting in the front row and the nigga start cracking jokes on your girl, you're supposed to hop up and slap the shit out of him? Is that what we're going to do? You know, Kevin Samuels makes jokes about black women all the time. Are we supposed to find Kevin Samuels and slap the shit out of him? You know, rappers talk about bitches and hoes all motherfucking day. Are we supposed to find these rappers and slap the shit out of them? Like, is this the precedent that we setting with behavior when a motherfucker say something that offends us? It's like we got to hop up and slap the shit out of motherfuckers now. Because that's what y'all saying. We all condoning this nigga's fucking behavior when motherfuckers are saying that he did what he was supposed to do. Nigga, that ain't what the fuck you supposed to do, my nigga. Like, who the fuck raised you niggas? You know, half the motherfuckers talking all that shit about how that motherfucker should have did some tough shit. Ain't never did no tough shit in their motherfucking life.
only motherfucker who I give props for their motherfucking action in this shit is Chris Rock. Chris Rock handled himself as a motherfucking man. Chris Rock didn't motherfucker retaliate. That nigga did what the fuck he was supposed to do, nigga, because the greatest success is revenge, my nigga. Or the greatest revenge is success. That motherfucker got his motherfucking revenge, but I know you niggas done seen that shit because it's floating all over the internet. Nigga, the nigga price went up. The nigga tickets is flying off the shelves and the motherfucking prices is shooting through the roof. What's going on, Styles from the Brunch Hour Podcast? What's happening with you, my brother, from the other motherfucking East Coast? But yeah, nigga, Chris Rock handled this shit like a motherfucking G, my nigga. And the thing about Chris Rock, you know, like I said, I got immense respect for Chris Rock. I have great respect for how he handled himself. I have great respect that he showed restraint because when y'all see when a nigga got hit, he kind of like, you know, cocked back like he was finna swing and he stopped himself. And on some real shit, you know, something that I thought about recently, my nigga, Chris Rock ain't no tough nigga. So Chris Rock probably wasn't going to do shit at all. My nigga on some real. That's the reason that fucking Will Smith was so comfortable walking away and not looking over his shoulder. Which shows me that neither one of these niggas are tough in no fucking capacity. Because any nigga who done ever been in a fight, no nigga. Once I put my hands on you, I can't turn my back on you unless you sleep or you incapacitated in some way. That nigga walked off like he knew that wasn't shit gonna happen. Just like when he walked up on Chris Rock. Chris Rock literally had his hands behind his back the whole time Will Smith was approaching him. Like, nigga, the last thing on his motherfucking mind was that some violence was finna fucking happen. You know, and that's the fucking thing. It's like, nigga, that shit was just a bad look. And it's like, I'm trying to avoid talking about that shit. But it's like, how could you not, my nigga? You know, but the thing is, like, I'm going back to what the fuck I'm saying about enforcing boundaries. Because the thing is, when it comes to enforcing boundaries, it don't always have to be violent. It shouldn't be violent at all. Violence should be the last motherfucking resort in any fucking situation when it comes to enforcing boundaries or anything otherwise, my nigga. You know, I've talked about this shit, nigga, since maybe episode four, episode five or some shit. The episode was called Who's Your Real Enemy? It was like the beginning of this shit, you know, and I was talking about my fucking methods of conflict resolution. You know, my my methods of enforcing boundaries, my methods of if me and you got to fucking lose contact over some shit, it's three motherfucking things. Conversation, compensation, or separation. Violence is way the fuck in the back. Nigga, we should either be able to settle our beef through a conversation where we exchange ideas as grown-ass men This is how I felt. This is how you felt. And this is going to be the resolution that we come to. Compensation, because a lot of times conflict happens when motherfuckers have a situation where one party owes the other party money. So somebody got to be compensated in some way or somebody has wronged somebody. And the only way to repair that situation is a financial exchange. You know, conversation first, compensation next. You know, or separation, my nigga, because sometimes you can't settle a conflict with a motherfucker. So the best way to handle it is to separate from that person. And I understand that shit, my nigga. Sometimes you just got to leave motherfuckers alone. Sometimes you just got to stop fucking with motherfuckers. Sometimes you just got to stop working with motherfuckers. You got to distance yourself from the fucking situation, my nigga. Violence should be the last thing on your motherfucking mind. 
what you say, Taylor? Um, what you think about women now saying my man need to handle shit like Will did at the Oscars? They need to chill the fuck out. Those are the same women who nigga end up in prison and they the one fucking the nigga who the nigga beat up in the first place to go get locked up. You know, you as a motherfucking alpha male, like an honest alpha male, not an internet alpha male, not a podcast alpha male. A real ass nigga that stand on his motherfucking principles. A real nigga who does what he motherfucking does because he does it the way he does it. You shouldn't allow no woman to dictate how you react in situations, my nigga. Nigga, she should have input. If somebody do some shit to your motherfucking woman, you know, especially like nigga... We got to keep this shit in context, nigga. This was a motherfucking joke. And it wasn't like this was one of them fucking jokes where you need to jump your ass on stage and slap the shit out of somebody. Because if Chris Rock would have made a joke about, let's just say, like, oh, nigga, you know, uh, I'm going to be the next in line for the entanglement. Damn, she looking good than a motherfucker, nigga. You know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get on that August program. By all means, slap the shit out this nigga. He's being blatantly disrespectful. You know, he made the joke about her being bald-headed and that's fucked up. But there's also two sides of that motherfucking coin. Some people say he didn't even know that she had the condition. Other people were saying that the producers wrote that joke for him because a lot of times, nigga, these niggas ain't writing their own jokes when they do these fucking specials. A lot of times these jokes are pre-written for him. He was probably just reading that motherfucking joke off a teleprompter. He just had the timing, so it looked like that was his joke. But at the same time, whether or not, my nigga, you allow humor to be humor, my nigga. As comedians, we all understand, or not we as comedians, because I'm not a motherfucking comedian. But at the same time, nigga, anybody who understands comedy knows. Nigga, when it comes to comedy, nigga, you don't jump on no motherfucking stage because of no jokes. Because these jokes ain't malicious, nigga. These jokes are meant to make people laugh. Whether you offended or not is fucking irrelevant. A lot of times, the best humor comes when motherfuckers are offended. So it ain't your motherfucking job to jump on stage and put your hands on nobody. Wait till after that nigga finish doing his motherfucking job and you address him then. Anything other than that make you look fucking sorry, my nigga. You know, you never fucking react off emotion. You know, this is the thing when it comes to setting your motherfucking boundaries. When a motherfucker crosses your boundaries, you don't react emotionally. I always say this shit. I've been saying this shit since day one of this motherfucking podcast. Nigga, you react off of strategy over emotion. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
you know, you react off principle over emotion. You react off your motherfucking character, your integrity. You don't act off your motherfucking emotions, my nigga, because yo, if you let your heart dry the car, you're going to crash every time. Nigga, you always react off intellect. Nigga, you set your motherfucking boundaries, number one, when it comes to setting the boundaries. You let everybody know what your boundaries are in any motherfucking situation, whether that goes on how you're going to be treated, how your woman going to be treated, how your kids going to be treated, and anything like that, my nigga. When you taking your kids to school, if it's certain shit you don't want motherfuckers saying to your kids, you tell them motherfuckers once you step on campus, look, these my kids. We don't play A, B, C, and D. And we not going to let no motherfucking body get away with doing A, B, C, and D. Nigga, when you go into a room with motherfuckers when it comes to your motherfucking woman, because a lot of shit goes without being said. A lot of these boundaries that we have as people, they, they like unwritten rules, nigga. You know, like it's just certain shit a motherfucker just should know better not to do. But at the same time, sometimes there's some shit that you're going to have to let a motherfucker know. Like, nigga, it's just some shit that you don't fuck with and you don't play with. You know, like something that, you know, and I ain't went racial in a while, so I'm going to go ahead and open up that motherfucking door. I don't let white people call me nigga. I don't give a fuck how many niggas you was raised around. I don't give a fuck if you was raised in the blackest projects in the blackest part of the blackest city in the blackest motherfucking neighborhood in the world. You're not finna call me nigga, homie. You might call all your neighbors nigga, all your homies you went to school with nigga. All your friend, you can call all, don't call me nigga, homie. It's going to be a fade. You know, that's my motherfucking boundary. Nobody's going to cross it, my nigga. And the thing is, nigga, a lot of times it don't have to come to violence. It's a thousand ways you can handle shit without getting violent. You know, like if we're going to use the example that's all standing in front of us. When it came to what Will did, nigga, Will could have went to five or six different Things before he went to slapping on that motherfucker. Number one, the same way he yelled from his seat after he slapped him, he could have did that shit before he slapped him. He would have got the same exact reaction from Chris Rock. Because one thing that if any of y'all know anything about Chris Rock, Chris Rock is so fucking non-confrontational. Chris Rock is not going to fucking bust a grape in a fruit fight, my nigga. That nigga is not going to throw rice at a wedding, my nigga. That nigga is not, he, he, he's not that dude, my nigga. So if Chris Rock would have said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth from his seat, I'm assuming Chris Rock would have literally stopped in his track and said, I apologize, my bad. No more jokes about Jada. Or he could have did exactly what he did, walked up on that motherfucking stage, Got within maybe about six, seven inches from that nigga's face. Just got real close and said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then walked the fuck back to his seat. He would have got the same exact result, my nigga. He did not have to touch that man. Now that he did that, nigga, he really fucked it up for hundreds of motherfucking black people behind him. Because Will Smith, nigga, he's a multi-millionaire, nigga. He can literally stop making money for the rest of his life and still die rich. But who he fucked it up for was Will Packer. Who he fucked it up for was Samuel L. Jackson and them. 
all the niggas who got awards who didn't get like I think this was Samuel L. Jackson first fucking Oscar. We ain't even know about the shit because of this shit. Will Smith won one of what one of maybe five Oscars for best actor won by black men. And we not even going to remember the shit because of this bullshit. This stupid ass moment overshadows so much great shit that happened that night. And for what nigga your bitch ass emotions. That's not fucking cool my nigga like all the niggas that's like jumping up and down for that shit. Like I ain't, I ain't see a real nigga happy for Will yet. I've seen a bunch of busters. I've seen a bunch of niggas who ain't who ain't never gotten to a real fist fight before. Saying, yeah, Will, that's what you were supposed to do. I see a bunch of females saying, yeah, Will, that's what you were supposed to do. But it's like, come on, my nigga, real niggas. No, nigga, that, you don't do that shit, my nigga. Especially because you're not going to score no points on no shit like that. Like, nigga, you don't score no points on hitting Chris Rock, my nigga. You know, because everybody was saying, if that was The Rock, would he have done that? On some real shit, I'm not even sure, my nigga. Because when you in an emotionally heightened state, on some real shit. I done seen this shit before. Niggas will literally go on a suicide mission when it comes to their motherfucking emotions, dog. You know, something that I've said a thousand times. I don't know if I said that shit on this show, but I done said that shit a lot in fucking conversations, my nigga. It's niggas who ain't never ain't never heard a fly. But if they catch a motherfucker on top of their woman, they immediately become a killer. Like niggas are killing die over their motherfucking woman. And a lot of times nigga women they they look at that shit as like proof that a nigga love them. You know, like I I I tweeted that shit I don't know maybe a t- couple days ago. You know, basically saying like um you know, rest in peace DMX and shit. When DMX and Cisco did that song what these bitches want from a nigga. I think I know what these bitches want from a nigga. Nigga, these bitches want the ability to get you out of your cool. They want the ability to take you out of your character and make you do some shit that you usually wouldn't do. You know, and um, one of my homegirls, she commented on the post and said, how else would we know that you love us? And that's the fucking thing. It's like, nigga, like I, I, I could show you my love in thousands of different ways. But a lot of times women don't feel loved unless they see you get on goofy time. Unless they see you come up out of your fucking mode. Like one thing that's been like a hindrance for me as far as like me being in the fucking dating game now. Women don't like the fact that I don't allow nobody to get me up out of my cool. Like they want to see me do some shit that I'm not used to doing. They want to see me get up out of my motherfucking comfort zone behind them. And the thing is, I got a thousand motherfucking ways of showing you that I fucking care. But what the fuck I'm not finna do is turn into a whole nother motherfucker for you. I'm not finna jump up out of this motherfucking box I've been in my whole life to prove that I love you. Because if that's what it takes to prove that I love you, then it is what it is. And that's the fucking thing. Like what Will. Will is the same fucking Will he's been his whole life. I don't know if y'all saw the video, but his mother literally just did an interview saying she ain't never seen that nigga act like this. She his mother. She's never seen this nigga act like this. Through fights, through, you know, the whole little bullshit that got his ass in Bel Air on the TV show, whether or not that shit was true. You know, that motherfucker said it in his book. His whole life, he felt like he was a motherfucking coward. 
He's been scared of shit, running from shit his whole motherfucking life. You know, this is him as a man. You know, and a lot of times it's not wrong to be fearful. You know, it's fucked up to act out of fear because to me that's bitch shit. But at the same time, sometimes niggas, some niggas wasn't raised to be violent. Some niggas wasn't raised to react in certain ways. And that shit is okay, my nigga. But you shouldn't allow no fucking person to get you out of your cool because that shit could be detrimental to you, my nigga. You know, a lot of times, and this is something that I'll be saying about other people, my nigga. No matter how much you love a person or how much you think a motherfucker love you, nigga, sometimes people don't have your best interests at heart and they'll fucking bury you. You know, you can't be a fucking slave to your loyalty, dog. You can't let loyalty put you in a fucked up situation. You can't let love put you in a fucked up situation. Especially with some shit like this. Because I know I wanted to do this motherfucking show about enforcing your fucking boundaries, but some of this shit gotta get said. Because it's like coming to me as I'm talking. You know, sometimes certain situations... Are not for your fucking reaction. Sometimes your reaction is way beyond the motherfucking situation. You know, it's like, are are you really going to equate protecting your woman with slapping the motherfucker in the face over a motherfucking joke? It wasn't like that nigga was an actual threat to her. You know, I could see if that motherfucker jumped off the stage and touched Jada. Yeah, slapped the shit out that nigga. It's a million reasons that he could have slapped the shit out that nigga. A joke ain't one of them. You know, and this is the fucking thing. A lot of times, like, we get defending somebody fucked up. You know, we get protecting somebody fucked up. It's not always cool to jump out your motherfucking character for every little thing, my nigga. You know, like, this is like the fucking, this is the misrepresentation of what an alpha male is, my nigga. Being violent don't make you a motherfucking alpha male. Just like how I would tell niggas, you know, and I haven't even talked about this shit on a fucking show because I try to stay away from gangster shit and street politics and all that shit. But just because you violent don't make you a motherfucking gangster. I know a bunch of violent ass bitches. I know a bunch of niggas that'll beat everybody up, shoot everybody, but they get in that motherfucking courtroom and turn into a straight bitch. Like, nigga, I know a bunch of dangerous-ass bitches. Nigga, you doing all the fighting, all the shooting, beating niggas up, but you not raising your son. Nigga, you not fucking hard, nigga. You a bitch. I don't give a fuck who you beat up. Nigga, if you not raising your kids, you a bitch to me, my nigga. Nigga, you can't be no deadbeat daddy and a gangster. Nigga, that shit don't work like that, my nigga. You know, these motherfuckers be doing all this motherfucking shit in the street. And then they'll jump on social media and talk about it. Ain't nothing gangster about that shit, my nigga. That's whole shit. You know, we got the definition of a lot of this shit fucked up, my nigga. Niggas got the definition of alpha fucked up. You know, you think because you talk down on women that make you a motherfucking alpha male, you think, oh, nigga, I don't do nothing for my motherfucking woman. I'm an alpha male, nigga. You need to have your ass in the motherfucking kitchen. You need to do this and you need to do that, nigga. You think telling a motherfucking woman what to do is being an alpha male? 90% 90% of these motherfuckers that be talking all that alpha male shit ain't got no motherfucking woman at all. Y'all over here on the motherfucking internet letting a nigga on a fucking podcast tell you what to do to get a motherfucking woman and he ain't got one and ain't never had one. 
What kind of bullshit is that, my nigga? Don't let no single nigga tell you some shit about how to get a motherfucking woman and he ain't never had one, nigga. You ain't never been successful in no relationship. But you telling me what to do with my shit? Get the fuck out of here, my nigga. That's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, we letting too many unsuccessful motherfuckers tell niggas who got some shit going on what the fuck to do. We shouldn't even be listening to stupid-ass motherfuckers. You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, niggas ain't in the motherfucking position to tell you shit if they not successful in the fucking area that they trying to tell you some shit in. But motherfuckers love telling millionaires what the fuck they should have did. Y'all niggas over here calling Chris Rock a motherfucking bitch because he didn't, he didn't hit fucking wheel back. Another thing that I motherfucking noticed in that shit, my nigga, because, like, nigga, I, I, I was calling that nigga Auntie Wilma after that shit, my nigga. Because one thing that I fucking noticed, when that nigga hit fucking Chris Rock, nigga, Chris Rock feet didn't even shift. Nigga, Chris Rock was still talking. Nigga got slapped and didn't even break the middle of his sentence, my nigga. That nigga was like, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, smack. Wow. And kept on motherfucking talking, nigga. That nigga didn't step back. He didn't fall. He didn't spit no blood out. Nigga, Chris Rock. He did everything except say, nigga, you hit like a bitch. Because that's all I saw. Everybody who, who watching this shit know, nigga, if, if you call yourself walking up and getting a free lick on a nigga, that nigga hands was behind his back. Nigga, do you know how disrespectful that is? For a motherfucker to walk up on you and you don't even fucking... Take your hands from behind your back. You don't even say, hey, 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 watch out, nigga, hey, hey. That nigga kept his hands behind his back like, nigga, do something. This nigga slapped him and that motherfucker kept on fucking talking. That nigga didn't take one step forward or one step back, nigga. That nigga feet was planted. That nigga ate that motherfucking shit like it was a tic-tac, nigga, like smack. Okay. Like, nigga, that's the reason all of us thought the slap was fake. Because, nigga, how the fuck do you slap a man and that nigga don't budge, my nigga? Like, that nigga either got a fucking steel chin or you got cotton hands. And that's the fucking thing. Nigga, Will not no motherfucking tough guy, dog. You know, motherfuckers don't need to be doing that shit if you not built like that, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, when it comes to enforcing your motherfucking boundaries, my nigga, sometimes that shit just ain't in you. You ain't got to be a violent motherfucker to enforce your boundaries. You could be non-confrontational and still enforce your motherfucking boundaries. Somebody do some shit you don't like, my nigga. You don't always got to take it to violence. You know, nigga, you can use your fucking words. Nigga, this is what we taught as grown-ass adults, my nigga. We not kids. You know, I, I look at resorting to violence as a fucking that is that shows your lack of ability to communicate. You know, like that was something that I learned about babies. Babies cry because they can't communicate yet. So crying is they form of communication. I look at violence as a form of communication for stupid motherfuckers. Like, you can't communicate your thoughts. You can't get your fucking point across without resorting to violence. Nigga, that's a lack of ability to fucking communicate, my nigga. You're not, like, you never really see two very intelligent men engaging in a fucking fist fight. 
you very rarely see two highly successful men engaging in a motherfucking fist fight. It's always broke ass niggas you see in fucking fist fights and shootouts all the time. It's always niggas who ain't got shit to lose. It's always niggas who ain't got shit going on. It's always niggas who ain't never accomplished a motherfucking thing that's quick to pick up a fucking gun or ball they motherfucking fists up and knuckle up, my nigga. It's always an unsuccessful motherfucker that's willing to go out there and throw blows. So it was highly fucking disappointing to see Will Smith engage in broke ass nigga behavior. Because like I said, I respect that nigga's fucking intellect to the utmost, dog. I respect Will Smith's intellect more than 99% of motherfuckers who I see on TV. I say that shit all the fucking time about certain celebrities. Like, I don't look at these motherfuckers as very intelligent people, but Will Smith is an exception to that. I look at Will Smith as a brilliant man, not a great actor, not a a phenomenal comedian or rapper or none of the other shit that he considered himself to be. Just a brilliant man in general. If you hear him talk, he says brilliant things but this was not fucking brilliant behavior my nigga this was emotional behavior you know like i said my nigga pray for will smith dog because for a nigga to be so fucking intelligent and to react so fucking primally my nigga like that nigga reacted like a little fucking kid my nigga that's some shit kids do like you, you, you talked about me like my nigga, even little kids, nigga, matter of fact, nigga, little kids, even though nigga sticks and stones may break my bones, but words that never hurt me, my nigga, like niggas was saying that shit in kindergarten. You can't as no grown ass man think that it's cool to hear some motherfucking jokes and think it's cool to go and fucking hit somebody. You know, like the people that are defending that shit, like I'm, I'm like saddened by seeing the level of in intelligence that i thought motherfuckers had that sitting here defending this shit like no you don't understand she got alopecia and all like my you know how many motherfuckers done made jokes about niggas dead mamas and dead homies and mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Nigga, all type of way more disrespectful shit, my nigga. Do you know what type of shit we've been saying on this motherfucking Instagram? Will Smith got motherfucking Instagram, nigga. That nigga been seeing some of these jokes, nigga. Nigga, we've been roasting motherfucking Will Smith, nigga. He can't just go slap everybody who make fucking jokes. Nigga, 50 Cent and all type of celebrities that that nigga run into on a regular basis been making fucked up jokes about August Alcina fucking his motherfucking woman and all types of other shit. Nigga, the most disrespectful motherfucker in all of this shit is Jada, my nigga. He ain't slapping the motherfucker who who really fucking him up. 
But that's the thing, nigga. This slap wasn't for Chris Rock, my nigga. Chris Rock was just the fucking stimulus that brought forth the fucking emotional eruption. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You can't allow motherfuckers to get you off of your cool. And Will Smith is such an intelligent, brilliant fucking mind. For me to see that motherfucker act like that, dog, that nigga needs help. And that's the fucking fucked up thing about celebrity. That's the fucked up thing about us as people and how we treat celebrities, my nigga. Like, we cheer this bullshit on like it's cool. Like, nigga, that nigga need to be fucking talking to a goddamn therapist, my nigga. But it's like we be so fucking entertained by this shit. Like, we'll literally watch a nigga crash and burn, my nigga. Like, we'll watch you do all type of stupid ass shit and laugh at you. And then you commit suicide and we'll be wondering what the fuck happened. You know, and I'm not trying to put that on the nigga. Like, I'm not saying that this nigga gonna commit suicide. But it's all types of shit. That we watch happen, my nigga, and we don't be trying to get no help for these motherfuckers. Like, nigga, fuck posting memes and cracking jokes, nigga. Y'all need to get that nigga some fucking help. You know, like I keep telling motherfuckers, like, that nigga need to get away from Jada, dog. She a motherfucking narcissist, my nigga. You know, like, she she get off on that shit. Like, she like watching this nigga crash and burn, my nigga. She like watching this motherfucker turn into some some bullshit, my nigga. She like watching this nigga fall off, fall over the fucking deep end, my nigga. Like, she she liked this shit. And that's fucked up, my nigga. You know, she do all the red table talk and all that shit. And, you know, like, that's something that I'll be seeing sometimes when it comes to narcissistic motherfuckers and narcissistic fucking behavior. You know, a lot of times, motherfuckers be having the right shit to say just because they know the right shit to say, but that don't mean they good people. They just know what the fuck to say. You know, like I say that shit a lot of times about niggas on the internet. Like these niggas say all the real shit, but do punk shit. Just because you give a lot of advice don't make you no less narcissistic. Just because you give good advice don't make you no less of an evil motherfucker at heart. Like nigga, she got bad intentions for this nigga, dog. Like she, I feel like she really getting off on this shit as fucked up as that shit is. That's honestly how I feel, my nigga. I really feel like, nigga, she just watching this nigga crash and burn and she just laughing at it like, whatever, nigga. It is what it is. You know, and this is the thing when it comes to being a fucking slave to your fucking loyalty, my nigga. It's like this nigga is jumping through all these hoops to do what he think will please her. And nothing is going to please her, my nigga. Like nothing outside of going to the motherfucking hospital and getting surgery to turn yourself into fucking Tupac is going to help you, my nigga. You know, like this is one of them fucking things, dog. Like, and this is more like 90 percent of the time. nigga. This is some this is some advice that we usually have to give women. We don't usually have to give niggas this advice. But my nigga. She ain't the one. Nigga, any motherfucker that'll sit up here and watch you dance and crash and burn, nigga, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't fucking love you, my nigga. If they if they sitting there willing to watch you look like a fucking idiot all up and down the street doing everything in their motherfucking power to make you look like a fucking jackass, nigga, they don't got no fucking love for you, my nigga. That is not a fucking good relationship. That's not a healthy fucking relationship. She making a fucking fool out of this motherfucker. That shit not fucking cool, nigga. Like, 
every fucking rapper had a line about this Jaden Will. You know, like what uh what that nigga fucking J. Cole, nigga, I want that real love, that Jaden, that Will love. You know, we we thought these niggas was a power couple until that fucking red table talk came out. And then she was just using her platform to make a fool out of this nigga. And it's like, nigga, because it's so entertaining, we just love watching it. And it's like, this nigga is doing everything in his fucking power. This nigga is trying to turn into everything except himself to please this motherfucking woman. And it's not working, my nigga. Like... That shit is fucking crazy, and I know how it is through personal fucking experience, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, just to, like, bring that shit just to me personally, my nigga, because I understand what Will is going through from first-person fucking experience, my nigga. Like, nigga, me in my marriage, nigga, like, I was doing a gang of shit that I felt would make my shit work, and now I'm here, my nigga. It's like you can only do so much to please a motherfucker that don't fucking give a fuck about what you're doing. It's like, nigga, you could try as hard as the fuck you can to get certain results, and nigga, it it, it ain't gonna fucking work. Nigga, some motherfuckers, they just don't want you, my nigga. You do everything that you think you're doing right to make this motherfucker feel a certain way, and it's just not meant to fucking happen, my nigga. She wants Tupac, my nigga. She don't want Will Smith. You could be the greatest husband that you can be, nigga. You can be faithful. You can give her all the words of affirmation and you can make all the money and you could be the greatest father and you can do all this shit. But you can never be Tupac. And it is what it is, my nigga. You know, like us as people, my nigga, men and women. It's only so much you could fucking do to please a motherfucker before you got to realize that it ain't it ain't you is them. You know, like you shouldn't be internalizing when a motherfucker not feeling you. You shouldn't internalize it when a motherfucker is not showing you the love that you feel you deserve. A lot of time, it's just the fact that they just don't want your ass. You can do everything in your fucking power to try to make a motherfucker love you. You can't love a motherfucker into loving you, my nigga. If they don't love you, they don't fucking love you, my nigga. You love me as me or you get the fuck on. I wanted to do this motherfucking show about boundaries, but that's a motherfucking boundary, my nigga. This is what the fuck you get, my nigga. If you marry Will Smith, you need to be with Will Smith. I can't be Will Pac Smacor, my nigga. I can only be Will Smith, my nigga. I'm Jiggy fucking Willie, my nigga. I'm not Tupac the thug. I'm not thug life. I'm not jumping on stage and slapping niggas and all this old bullshit, nigga. I, I crack jokes. I do goofy shit. I do comedic movies and I'm a great actor. Great father and a great philosopher. That's what you get when you fuck with Will Smith, my nigga. Will Smith should not be trying to act like he's some type of motherfucking gangster, my nigga. Because he's not, my nigga. Him defending his wife should not have been violence, my nigga. Everybody saying, oh, I I, I need a nigga who, who ride for me like Will Smith rode for um Jada. My nigga, if that's what you need, block me. 
if if, if that's what you feel a, a man supposed to do for his woman at a comedy show, if, if if you think I'm cute, I ain't cute no more. If you if you want to fuck with me and you think that's what it take for a nigga to defend, get bitch, get out my DM, <laughs> block me, unfollow me, don't fuck with me. Because that shit right there I don't fucking condone that shit And I consider myself to be a motherfucking gangster But it ain't no way in hell I'm just gonna jump on stage at a comedy show Cause a nigga made a joke and go slap him Why? Cause you said that that's what a nigga supposed to do? No Niggas need to stop letting women tell them What the fuck they supposed to be And what the fuck they supposed to do Y'all motherfuckers know everything about a real man Except how to get one You know, and it's like, nigga, I don't like coming at women or coming for women because everybody know, nigga, everybody who I'm the coolest witness podcast shit are women. Nigga, I got a motherfucking daughter who I'm with all the fucking time. You know, I had a wife. I got a mother. I got a bunch of motherfucking sisters who I kill and die for. Even my homegirls, they already know how I get cracking. But at the same time, my nigga, if. I can't say I love you if I can't tell you some real shit. And if me telling you some real shit make you not fucking not fuck with me, the fuck away from me. You know, sometimes I got to say some shit that might come off fucked up, but it's real shit. You know, so it's like I can't allow no motherfuckers to control a motherfucking narrative about some shit. That I feel is detrimental to us as a fucking community, nigga. Not just Jada, not just Will. But black people in general, nigga, we can't be setting this fucking standard of making it seem like it's cool to react violently to some motherfucking words. That's not defense. You know, shout out to my nigga Don from the Raw Sex Podcast who opened this motherfucking nigga. We just did a fucking episode about protecting black men. And one of the things that I think that we probably didn't touch on as much as we should have in that fucking episode is protecting black men's mental health. Because a lot of the attacks that are on black men, we can take a lot physically. You know, we we can take a lot of fucking physical force, my nigga. Like, it's a lot coming against black men. But one of the biggest things that come against black men is fucking psychological warfare, my nigga. Because psychologically, nigga, it's a lot of shit that we fucking go through that don't get fucking addressed. It's a lot of shit that we go through. That fucks us up and that shit don't get touched on, my nigga. Because a lot of times when men try to express themselves, when it's anything other than fucking anger or happiness, it get dismissed as us acting feminine. If a man say his feelings are hurt, if a man say he's sad, you know, if a man say that, you know, I'm just in a, a, a bad mood right now. We're looked at as fucking feminine for having fucking feelings, my nigga. Niggas have fucking emotions too, my nigga. You know, like a, a, a nigga come in the house and he's not, you know, happy and chipper and, and the life of the party in the fucking house. You know, women to be like, I, I hate me a moody nigga. You moody. What, you on your period or something? It's that time of the month or something? What's wrong with you? Why you, why you acting sad like niggas can't have fucking emotions? You know, niggas got to have a fucking reason to be sad. Niggas got to have a fucking reason to be, you know, not really feeling it that fucking day. My nigga, you know, niggas, some days just the sun ain't shining as bright as others. But we don't get to fucking live through shit like that. Like, we got to fucking suck that shit up 
And you know We gotta play that motherfucking tough role You know And that's what fucking Will is a victim of My nigga Like that nigga is emotionally damaged My nigga That's something that I'm healing from myself My nigga You know like I I don't even know how to fucking take compliments right You know Because it's it's been such a fucking thing For the last Decade and some fucking change Nigga like I Motherfucker tell me I'm handsome And I be like Nah I'm ugly motherfucker Like sometimes motherfuckers Will hear me say shit like that And think that I'm like Fishing for compliments No nigga I'm just I'm just awkward When it come to shit like that Like Oh you're so handsome You're so funny You're such a great dad You're all this shit My nigga I literally Every time I get a compliment I shoot that shit down Like nigga I'm down I'm whatever Nigga I ain't nothing I ain't shit because it's like a fucking emotional thing, my nigga. It's like, nigga, every time I was accepting a compliment at a certain time in my life, it was always shot down at some other shit. So now I just naturally fucking do it. You know, and this is like some shit as men that motherfuckers got to fucking deal with. You know, this is some shit that, like I said, nigga, with the episode, it dropped on Friday on the Raw Sex Podcast with me, my nigga fucking Dom, and... B, I can't think of B whole name, nigga, but that's that nigga super producer and shit. Shout out to that nigga on the fucking Raw Sex Podcast. But nigga, the episode dropped Friday and we talking about protecting black men. My nigga, one of the big fucking things is our fucking mental health, dog. Us as black men, nigga. And I did the fucking episode last week about protecting your fucking peace. You know, and I don't really want to fucking rehash it. You can go back and listen to the motherfucking episode 126, my last episode. But this like a big thing, my nigga. And like, this is some shit that I wish Will would do, my nigga. Protect your fucking peace, Will. One of the biggest fucking enemies of your peace is Jada. You know, because like I said, my nigga. In that episode, nigga. Any person who is a trigger for you. Has to go my nigga As much as you might love her My nigga she is the reason that you're Going through all this shit Everything Fucked up in your life Stems from this one fucking person And I understand that you love her I understand she the mother of your kids And y'all done built this And created that and done this And y'all got this fucking reputation But my nigga you gonna end up Dead behind this motherfucker Nigga, she done made you slap a nigga at the goddamn Oscars, my nigga. That ain't no small fucking thing, my nigga. You know, and this ain't like me dick riding the Oscars like, oh, don't be showing off in front of these motherfucking white people. It ain't that at all, my nigga. Nigga, this is just, nigga, that's a big fucking moment, my nigga. That's like going to slap a nigga at your motherfucking job or something. That's like slapping a nigga at the motherfucking improv or something for us as regular people. Because, you know, like I tell y'all all the time, nigga, like I don't judge celebrity lives because they different people. Them niggas got a different level of access, different level of money. Them niggas live different lives. But I always try to break that shit down to shit that us as regular fucking people should be able to fucking understand. Shit that us as regular people should be able to apply to our motherfucking life. The whole reason for the Too Much Game podcast, nigga, is me taking fucking complex situations and breaking them motherfuckers down. To where motherfuckers who listening to this fucking show could understand that shit and apply that to their life. So what Will is going through is some shit that a lot of us go through. What me personally, I have gone through. 
when you dealing with a person and you doing everything in your fucking power, everything that you can fucking make up in your mind, like maybe if I do more of this, maybe if I do less of this, maybe if I do this like this. And nothing that you do can satisfy this motherfucking nigga. You just got to back out, my nigga. You know, and the thing is, sometimes, nigga, you can reconvene. You know, nigga, you you go find yourself. Let me find myself. And we'll see if we still compatible after we find ourselves. And leave it at that, my nigga. But you trying to literally throw yourself away to prove something to a motherfucker who don't want you is a losing battle, my nigga. You literally going to drive yourself up the motherfucking wall. You literally selling your soul to the devil to get some shit that's unattainable. It ain't nothing play about that shit, my nigga. It ain't nothing cool about that shit. It ain't nothing that I condone about that shit. As many motherfuckers was trying to make that shit sound like it was a cool fucking thing to do. Like, oh, you know, he was protecting this woman. I want somebody to go for me like that. Like, I don't. You know, I've said this shit a thousand times, nigga. Like, my wife knew this shit when we was in our marriage, nigga. I ain't never wanted you to be no motherfucking ride or die. I used to tell her that shit all the time, nigga. I had a million ride or die bitches. I had a gang of bitches hiding pistols for me. Hiding drugs. You know, selling dope for me and doing all type of stupid ass bullshit. But I knew I couldn't build nothing with a person like that. And them motherfuckers was doing everything for me, dog. Them motherfuckers was willing to do whatever. Nigga, I had somebody used to treat me like an absolute king, my nigga. Nigga, to this day, I still be like, damn, that's that's crazy what she was willing to do for me. But she wasn't the woman I wanted, so it didn't fucking matter. And that's the fucking thing, nigga. She she would do everything, nigga. I, I, I can't even say into this microphone what she did for me, my nigga. But it wasn't enough because she wasn't the one for me, my nigga. And that's the thing with Will Smith, my nigga. Your woman is chasing a dead man, dog. Your kids, the kids that the the fruit of your fucking loins was writing letters to another fucking man that your mama was in love with. Nigga, Willow writing letters to Tupac who died years before she was born, my nigga. Like, nigga, how the fuck deep is that, my nigga? How how many times has your your woman expressed love for a nigga that ain't here? Like right, nigga, you can't be out here fucking with somebody who you know for a fact is madly in love with another fucking person. Nigga, do you know how fucked up that shit is for you fucking mentally, dog? And it's like I said, nigga, I consider Will Smith to be highly intelligent. But one fucking thing about fucking being intelligent, nigga, love will fuck your motherfucking mind up, my nigga. You know, like one thing I always tell people, you know, because I give advice to a lot of people like that's just something that I've been doing forever. My nigga, a lot of the reason that I got this show is because of the advice that I've been giving to people. But one thing I would always say when it comes to advice, I never give advice to people who are in love because when people are in love, they don't listen to shit. Their heart is driving. The only thing that can break the spell of love is somebody fucking betraying you. And a lot of times that shit won't even be enough. Because in this nigga's case, she has betrayed this nigga on multiple fucking occasions, my nigga. 
She is a goddamn habitual line stepper. And this motherfucker cannot get the hint. Nigga, she got that fucking, that Erica Badu pussy magic, my nigga. She got that, um, that Lisa Bonet pussy magic, my nigga. Like, she got a spell on this nigga. She got some voodoo coochie. And that nigga is, is, he's lost, my nigga. You see how August Alcina made us two, three songs about the shit, nigga, doing interviews and, like, nigga, Jada got some, that's some pussy you can keep. Keep that pussy away from me. I don't want no pussy that had me acting like that, my nigga. That, that's that bullshit. You know, and a lot of times it ain't even the pussy, my nigga. It's just soul ties. Nigga, some motherfuckers got your motherfucking soul, nigga, in a, in a jar on the motherfucking counter, like, nigga. I can make this motherfucker do whatever I want. Nigga, if a nigga say something about me, we'll slap the shit out that nigga. Because she probably made a little comment and shit. You know, that nigga probably was laughing at that joke. And she gave that nigga that look like, really, nigga? You gonna laugh? And them motherfuckers probably talked about that shit earlier. Like, nigga, if that nigga make a joke, I swear to God. You better slap this shit out that nigga. And he probably laughed at it like, <laughs> yeah, you right, babe. I should slap him. She like, no, nigga, I mean, for real. You better get on the stage and slap the shit out that nigga. That nigga made that joke. We'll laugh because if you watch the fucking the, the footage, he made that joke. We'll start laughing. She looked at that nigga like. That nigga hopped his ass up and all you hear is this nigga fucking Chris Rock with his hands. Was like, Smile. Like what? The fuck was that? Nigga, that was emotion, my nigga. That wasn't tough. That wasn't defending your motherfucking woman, nigga. That was emotion. That was your heart driving the motherfucking car, my nigga. That nigga allowed his emotion to make the moves. And his emotion was peaked because she is a fucking trigger for him, my nigga. You got to get away from motherfuckers who will trigger you, dog. That shit is not fucking cool, my nigga. Like, letting a motherfucker have so much power over you that you'll act so out of character that, you know, like I said, nigga, this is regular people. This is me talking to regular people. This ain't me talking to a nigga with $350 million. When you fucking with a chick that got you doing shit that'll put your ass in jail, you got to get the fuck away from her, my nigga. Because I fuck with women like this. I fuck with women who literally looked at me as a guard dog because I was a gang member. Oh, nigga, my nigga from Compton. My nigga a crip. My nigga shoot you in your motherfucking face. You know how many niggas and got their motherfucking brains blown out over two fucking women arguing on Facebook? Like, literally, my nigga. These women having a fucking argument on Facebook, talking all that rah-rah shit. Bitch, I get my brother. Bitch, I get my brother. Bitch, I get my baby daddy, nigga. My da 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 Two bitches fighting, niggas start fucking shooting. Over what? Women doing what women do and men getting involved because we feel like that's what we supposed to do as men. And we can't fucking allow that shit to happen, my nigga. You know, like I wanted to do this motherfucking episode on enforcing your boundaries, but that's a fucking boundary as a fucking man. That's something that us as men need to understand, my nigga. A lot of times we can't be letting another fucking person tell us what the fuck we supposed to do as a man. The only woman that's supposed to be telling you what the fuck you supposed to do as a fucking man is your mama. Or possibly your fucking therapist or some shit. 
But for the most part, my nigga, your mama should be the one that could push that fucking button and make you act a certain way. Other than that, nigga, you're the man. You're the leader. You're the alpha if you are that in real life. She shouldn't be able to dictate your fucking behavior. She shouldn't be able to tell you what the fuck you should have did. If you was really an alpha, you'd have did that. Bitch, you need to go get the nigga that you think could do that shit if that's what you think a fucking alpha male is. And that's where the fuck Will supposed to leave that shit at. Bitch, you want Tupac, go get Tupac. Go get Kodak Black or Freddie Gibbs or some shit. Go get a, a, a nigga who move and act like Tupac. Go get Lil Zane. He rap like Tupac. You know, but that's the fucking thing. And I apologize, my nigga. I swear to God, I did not plan on doing this motherfucking show about this motherfucking incident because I feel like everything that had to get said about the shit got said about the shit. But I just had to fucking say my piece, my nigga. Like, I I wrote my show, nigga. I got a gang of fucking shit that I ain't even fucking get to because it's like, this shit was fuck. it was too big to ignore, my nigga. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. As much, you know, it's it's the elephant in the fucking room, my nigga. Like, it, it's just some shit that you just can't not say. It's some shit you just can't not fucking talk about. I didn't want to talk about it. But the shit had to get said, especially because, like, you know, and I listened to fucking one of Rosie episodes. Again, nigga, shout out to Rosie from the Rosie Perspective podcast. It was an episode... One of her many things episodes from November of last year. And it was about celebrity worship. And she said a lot of real shit, my nigga. Because niggas do fucking worship fucking celebrities. Niggas do be looking at these niggas like they gods. And that shit not cool. But at the same time, like Will Smith is one of the motherfuckers. It's like at the epitome of niggadom. Nigga, he's like top five niggas of niggas. And it's like, you can't be fucking moving like that, dog. Like, you know how many motherfuckers look up to Will Smith? Like, you know how many motherfuckers, like, nigga, nigga, actors, fathers, comedians, nigga, just everybody look up to this motherfucker because, nigga, he's always been this fucking pinnacle of what you should do and how you should act as a fucking man. I look at Will Smith as a man's man. Because like I said, I got immense fucking respect for this dude. Because like I would always say, nigga, you don't got to be a violent motherfucker to be a real fucking man. Nigga, raising your fucking kids, taking care of your motherfucking family. You know, doing what you got to do to make sure your family looks great, nigga. I feel like that's what a real man is supposed to do. And that's what Will Smith has been fucking doing for 30 fucking years. Nigga, Will Smith has been the, the pinnacle of what a real fucking man is for a long fucking time. And he slipped up this time. You know, so as much as motherfuckers calling that nigga a clown and all that shit. He's not a clown. That was a clown ass act. But he's not a clown. He's a broken fucking man. You know, and this is one of them things. And it's like, I don't want to have a fucking two hour episode. But like I said, nigga, some shit just got to fucking get said. Will Smith ain't no bitch ass nigga. He did some bitch ass shit. Will Smith need motherfucking help. You know, like, you could be the the strongest motherfucker in the world, nigga. Some of the strongest niggas that I've known, I've seen broken, my nigga. Some of the strongest motherfuckers I've known, nigga, I've seen fall, my nigga. 
You know, like I talk a lot on this motherfucking show about like a lot of the game that I got from my stepdad and how my stepdad is one of the biggest fucking influences in my life. Nigga, my stepdad live in a park right now, my nigga. That nigga's on drugs. Fucked up. Like, nigga, I cried last time I seen that nigga because I fucked up he was. Nigga, my stepdad is like 5'4", little nigga. Built like a thumb, nigga, but he was all muscle. Nigga, last time I seen that nigga, he was my size with no teeth in his mouth. Fucked up, my nigga. Like, it don't matter how strong you are as a person, nigga. You can be broken, my nigga. It can happen to anybody, dog. You know, and that's what I see is happening to fucking Will, nigga. He's a strong, intelligent man, and that nigga is broken. And I really don't like seeing this shit from this nigga. I don't like seeing this shit for this nigga. I really hope that that motherfucker get away from Jada, dog. You know, because if y'all niggas go back and watch uh, Monday Night Raw with me, fucking uh, Dom from the Raw Sex Podcast and fucking Will from Trill Spill with Will Podcast. <laughs> nigga, I had all the jokes in the world for a motherfucking ass. Nigga, I don't have no fucking respect for that shit, my nigga. Like, she give you this thing with all these pretty words, entanglement, you know, and all of this healing and all of this red table bullshit. Nigga, that shit bullshit, my nigga. All this motherfucking advice and you over here breaking your man, my nigga. You telling us all this pretty beautiful bullshit about being fucking vulnerable and opening up and talking about your fucking alopecia. And you over here fucking your man up, my nigga. You over here mentally abusing this motherfucker. Nigga, if you want to help Will, leave that nigga the fuck alone. Divorce that nigga. If you really love his ass, nigga. If you love him, set his ass free. Release that nigga from that spell if you love that nigga like you say you do because she breaking that nigga, dog. I hate to see that shit, you know, because I got immense respect for this motherfucker. And to see that nigga react like this is fucking sad, dog. You know, like we gonna get all our jokes off, nigga. We done did all that shit. That was the reason that I did that live last night. Nigga, I did two lives last night, nigga, just to get all the jokes out the way. Just to fucking nigga, we gonna crack all these jokes and get that shit out the way. So we can really break it down and get to some serious shit. Because y'all niggas know how I do on my show. Nigga, I don't do no fucking jokes. I'm a funny motherfucker. But this show not fucking funny, nigga. I don't crack no jokes on this motherfucker. It might have some funny moments. But nigga, this motherfucking shit ain't for no motherfucking comedy, nigga. This shit for real fucking shit. You know, nigga, this ain't this ain't candy, my nigga. This ain't junk food, nigga. This soul food, nigga. This shit stick to your ribs, nigga. This is oatmeal. But it's like, my nigga, like, niggas need help. My nigga will need help. Nigga, what you say, King John from Frocast up in this motherfucker? All this was to repair his marriage and image to the public. Fuck that marriage, my nigga. That nigga need to leave her motherfucking ass alone. Fuck that public image, my nigga. You the, you the greatest nigga of niggas. You don't got nothing to prove to none of these motherfuckers, especially if you got to slap a motherfucker to prove it. Will Smith ain't got shit to prove. That nigga got $350 million. That motherfucker been married for 30 motherfucking years. Got two successful kids. They the weirdest motherfuckers in the world, but they not in jail or dead. So I consider that shit to be a motherfucking success. This nigga has succeeded at every fucking level. That nigga ain't got shit to prove to none of you niggas. Especially none of you fake ass tough niggas. Thinking, oh nigga, I did this nigga. If I was on stage, I did all that shit. That's why your ass ain't on that stage. Nigga, them niggas where they at for a reason. And you, you where you at for a reason. It's a reason them niggas on the court and you in the motherfucking stands. 
It's a reason that Chris Rock is there and your ass is over there. Niggas calling Chris Rock a bitch, nigga. That's that's why you broke. That's why he Chris Rock and that's why you a nigga that ain't nobody ever going to fucking remember. Because that nigga moves like a motherfucking multi-millionaire, nigga. That nigga moves like a boss. These niggas got staff. These niggas got 50 or 60 people who depend on them niggas reacting the way that they fucking react so they can feed their fucking families. Nigga, Will Smith ain't only feeding Jada, Willow, um, Jaden, and his other son that don't nobody know about. Nigga, that nigga got fucking staff. Nigga, that nigga got a bunch of people who depend on him to make their motherfucking money, my nigga. He can't play like that. And Taylor Photos DMV said Chris declined to press charges. Because Chris don't want to see no another black man fucked up, nigga. That's another reason I got so much fucking respect for Chris Rock. Because Chris Rock don't want to see no another black man fucked up. He's not going to press no charges, my nigga. Chris Rock understand that this moment is bigger than both of them. Nigga, this shit got the whole black fucking community riding on it, nigga. Whether or not we want to look at it like that. Because it's easy for us to be, them niggas don't pay my bills. Them niggas ain't nothing but some niggas on TV. And that shit, fuck them niggas. Yeah. Nigga, it's going to be a lot of opportunities as a lot of motherfuckers going to miss out because of that bullshit. Nigga, them motherfuckers had a whole black production team. That shit not fucking happening again because of that shit. That nigga won one of the most prestigious awards in his fucking field. And that shit was overshadowed because of that motherfucking shit. That shit not cool, my nigga. We making jokes and it's all fun and games and shit because that's what niggas do. You know, us as black people, nigga, we make jokes out of every fucking thing. Shit be funny. But my nigga, the the results of this shit not funny. You know, like I said, nigga, I didn't get on this motherfucker to talk for no fucking hour about some shit that literally took a split second to happen. But a lot of shit just got to get said. I wrote this whole motherfucking episode on other shit. But certain shit just got to get fucking said, you know, and I ain't even trying to fucking waste no more of you motherfuckers time. So I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support all the Townhouse Media Podcasts Sports for You Podcasts Live right the fuck now On some real shit Them niggas live on fucking Facebook And YouTube Them niggas also do uh, Twitter spaces and shit You know shout out to Sports Number 4 Letter U With Mark John Watson and Nick Freeze The No Rules Podcast Wednesday evenings at 6.30pm Pacific Time Live on Facebook and YouTube as well With Mark and Ill Will The Gym Dropper Check them niggas out Y'all niggas already know who I am, nigga. Uncle Dolan out of the Too Much Game podcast, nigga. Y'all niggas want to support me financially. Go buy some motherfucking merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. Shout out to my cousin, brother Will. What's going on, cousin Todd? I'm glad you watched this motherfucker, man. Shout out to the Life Unplugged podcast of this motherfucker. You know, y'all niggas catch me on Latte Java Drips. I'll be streaming live. 3 p.m. Pacific time on Mondays, lattejavadrips.com slash LJD radio and shit. Um, you know, follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter. You know, at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram, Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. 
Um, you know, I'm streaming on everything, nigga. YouTube as well, nigga. Y'all niggas got a motherfucking Echo Dot, nigga. Tell Alexa to play the Too Much Game podcast, and I'm on that bitch. Um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game. a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.